0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Wherever You Go podcast. My name is Sam Bauer, and I am a wife, mom, business owner, and a lover of Jesus. My goal through this podcast is to inspire my listeners to lean into the dreams in their heart and become the person that God created them to be. So I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hello, and thanks for joining me today. Um, I am excited to talk a little bit today um, about parenting and um, what what opportunities we have to help our children uh, walk a journey with Christ. Um, With Mother's Day recently being here on Sunday, and Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there listening um, I had some, you know, time in the Bible that hit me a little differently um, than maybe it would have when I wasn't having Mother's Day on the mind and really praying with gratitude for the gift of getting to be a mom. And also, you know, I reflect on my own mom and my grandmas and all the, my aunts, the women in my life who have made such an impact on me in my life and, of course, the men too uh when we start thinking about our how we were raised and um what kind of family we had and what has kind of made me the person i am today and i'm sure a lot of you do that reflection and um <laughs> for me it's it's hard not to be overwhelmed with gratitude for the family that god placed me in you know my parents are amazing um, they are lovers of God and, and they act that way and, and they're constantly um, especially my dad you know trying to get better trying to learn trying to um, disciple and, and always you know he's got some book somewhere in his house always that's a devotional or something that he's reading and, and I've seen him serve others. In the church and outside of the church in ways that other people might have missed or might have just walked by, and and so he's shown me how to serve. And I look at my my grandparents, you know, my grandmas and my grandpas, and especially um, on my dad's side of the family because we went to church with them growing up, and um, they just were such people of strong faith, and um, I got to see that in them, and I got to see what living an upright life, um, a Christ-centered life means um, from, a, from a small age and um, all the way into adulthood. And I just, you know, as I'm reflecting on these things and then looking at my own parenting now that I'm, you know, a parent of some young children and, and one um, child who's about to get married, and um, he's an adult now, um, and I, he's my stepson, so I only got to to have him as a part of my life, uh, for the past 14 years. But, um, you know, through his adolescence, I got to, I got to be with him. And, um, so anyway, I just, I've been doing a lot of reflecting and I thought I'd do a podcast about some of the things that were on my mind. And again, I'm not a theologian. (laughs) I'm just somebody who loves God and loves the Bible and wants to share my experiences with y'all and hopes that I can give you some encouragement. Um, I'm not any type of a parenting expert by any stretch of the imagination. I am just a parent. (laughs) So again, just sharing a little bit of my experiences. And, you know, my kids are, um, are convicted in their faith, like kids can be, you know, they've... They've got that belief of a ch- child. And um, I've had people ask me, <laughs> how, how are you doing that? And um, so I thought I would just share a little bit. And I, I've spoken now at a few different women's um, retreats or like women's breakfasts. Um, And as a speaker, oftentimes women will come up to me afterwards and ask some questions about what I spoke on. But every single time they ask me some questions about something that I didn't speak on. And that thing is, you know, how do I get my kids to go back to church, my adult children? How do I get them back into the church with my grandbabies? Because it would mean so much to me for my grandbabies to be in church all the time. And for some reason, my kids have strayed from the church and they're not coming and um clearly that's not the case with you so you know wh- how can i get them um back to the church um and it's heartbreaking for for those women because they want nothing more than their grandbabies to be going to church and to know god and um for, for some reason or another their children strayed or they're just not going to church right now or for whatever reason um and so, if that's you, um, you know, I hope you find some encouragement in some of the things I'm going to say today. And um, if you are one of those young parents with young babies, hopefully this gives you some encouragement as well. Um, I don't know that going to church is the be all end all um, of Christian faith. And I don't know that going to church is necessarily going to teach your kids to have a relationship with God, but I do think that going to church is a very important part of our faith and it's a very important part of our journey. And it is, so when I say it's not the end-all be-all, what I want to say is that your church should start at home and um, your kids should be learning to have a relationship with God from you as their parent and they should be seeing the things that you do as Christ like and going to church is like the the I don't want to say the cherry on top cuz it's more than that but it is the support of what you're doing every single day that Sunday visit to church where you get the word and you get to be a part of a, a community worshiping God, and you get to see your brothers and sisters in Christ, and and get to you know talk to them and have fellowship, um, pray together, and do those things. That is, that is, so important. Um, but if that is all you are doing is going to church on Sunday and then going home and g- getting back into the grind, getting back into the chaos of you know, everybody's hectic schedules and running here and there, and your you know, even sometimes, you know, complain oh, that church service was too long, or it took half of our Sunday when it could have been mowing the grass. Um, <laughs> those are things that kids hear, and those are things that we shouldn't be saying, because that should be time set aside for our worship of Christ that we um, <clears throat> find value around. But um, what I really wanted to talk about today was kind of like, how do we How do we teach our kids to have a relationship with Christ? You know, we can tell them the Bible stories and we can um, tell them how they should act, which I think is what a lot of people do, unfortunately. You know, God says you should honor your mother and father. Why are you talking back to me? (laughs) Um, God says in the Bible, you should do this, you know, and we go straight to the rules. um, And we skip over the important part. Uh, the most important part is that you can have an intimate relationship with God. And God's not only found at church. He's found in your heart. And once you accept Jesus as your Christ, He sends the Holy Spirit to live inside of you. I mean, how cool is that? And to be able to explain that to a child, <clears throat> what power it gives them, because they have no doubts about it. And it, um, they're able to accept things that sometimes adults have a harder time accepting. Um, So sharing these messages with them is important, but even more important is how are we acting and how is our relationship with God? Are we having an intimate relationship with our Father in heaven? And are we praying? And are we teaching our kids how to pray? If they come home from school, and I don't know about y'all, but when my kids come home from school sometimes, and they tell me about something that happened, I don't always know what to say. I don't, you know, if, if my my son uh, was getting bullied at one point, and I 100% wasn't certain on how to handle that situation, you know, we did get it handled, but it took me some time to process and figure it out. So what I, What do I say to him in that moment where he's sharing this with me and I don't know what to say? I say, you know what, buddy? <clears throat> I'm not sure right now what to do, but I know that God is with us. Let's pray to him and let's ask him about it. And let's pray for this boy too who's, who's bullying you because something is going on in his life where he thinks that this is okay behavior. And so we pray together. And so my kids know because we do this so often because... <laughs> I so often don't know what to do other than pray. Um, that now they know that when life is hard or when life doesn't make sense or when something's not fair or when somebody's treating them the wrong way, they can turn to God. And for me, that's so important. <laughs> I want them to know that they can turn to God so that they don't turn to this world. Because um, turning to this world can't, it, it just isn't going to be as good, right? Um, and so teaching from a young age by praying with them, asking them to pray for each other, asking them to pray for their friends. You know, we pray. We've prayed since they were little kids before bedtime. We pray at dinner time, which is a pretty generic. You know, um, God is good. God is great. Prayer. Um, but then when we make big decisions, my husband and I will sit down and pray together and we let the kids see us doing it. We let them join us if they want to, um, because it's important that they know that mommy and daddy have things that don't make sense to them too. And we know that we can go to God and he's going to help us. Um, spending time with God, you know, let your kids see you with the Bible open, reading it. Let them see you with your devotion open. Let them know what you're doing and invite them to join you. My kids know that we hours of the morning, I'm sitting down here doing my devotional and praying and um, even meditating. And they know if I'm meditating, my eyes are closed. I'm usually sitting with my legs crossed on the floor. If they get up in the morning, they either go in the other room or they'll come sit down beside me and just cuddle up into me and sit quietly until I'm done. Um, And then sometimes it gives me the opportunity when they do that to put my arm around them, whichever one it is, and pray for them specifically, which um, they get to hear me praying for their journey with Christ and they get to hear me praying for their future husband or wife and they get to hear me praying for their day. And um, those are things that show my children that God is my friend. Um, and he is with me all the time. And that being Christian is so much more than just showing up for church on Sunday. It's about having an intimate relationship with Jesus. And we're able to do that through the Holy Spirit. And so my encouragement to you all as parents um, is just to let your kids see you having an intimate relationship with God. And those are some of the things that we do as a family. Um, You know, my kids have even asked me, hey, mommy, can you wake me up 30 minutes before you normally do so I can come read my Bible with you? I mean, talk about making my heart explode. (laughs) But at the end of the day, at the end of my life, if I've done nothing right as a parent, nothing at all, but my kids know God, I'm going to call that a success because as great as what I imagine heaven to be, it's not going to be that great if my kids aren't there with me. And so I know that if they have a relationship with God, that whatever happens in their life, however they wander, however they stray, God's going to be with them and he's going to pull them back. And I hope that you know that too. If you've set that foundation with your kids, if you're one of those women who comes to me and and is asking me, how do I get my adult kids back to church? If you've set that foundation with them and at some point as a youth, they ask God to be a part of their heart and a part of their life, he's going to stay with them. God doesn't leave people. And so two pieces of advice that I heard Uh, last week in another podcast was one, don't forget that God is sovereign. He controls everything. There's not anything that happens that he's not a part of and that he hasn't had planned out. And the second is that God loves our kids more than we do. (laughs) And what an amazing thought that is because I know how much I love my kids and I can't imagine feeling a love greater than that. But God does it. And he loves them more than we do. And so he's not going to let those sheep wander for long. He's going to pull them back. And it might not be in your lifetime. But know that the work that you're doing is going to the seeds that you're planting. They might not, um, they might not sprout in your lifetime. You might be gone. But God won't be. And he just might bring those kids back to the church, bring those grandbabies back to the church because of the plants that um, you've planted um, and the seeds that you've planted in their hearts now. Not necessarily by nagging them to go to church, not necessarily by telling them that God wants you to go to church or by the rules in the Bible, but by the life that you're leading and the example that you're giving to them by the way that you live your life. And I think that's the key, right? Is that we don't get people to love God by telling them about the roles or trying to force them to go to church. We get people to Christ by living our life the way that God has called us to do and by other people noticing and wondering, what is that spark of joy that that person has that I don't have? And we draw people in because of that, and then we can start explaining to them Um, who Jesus is and why he's so amazing and why the Holy Spirit is such an amazing thing and why our God is so amazing and so sovereign and that he created them, you know, for a purpose that's so much bigger than their own. So I hope this gives you a little bit of um, encouragement as parents um, and And also gratitude for those who went before you. Take some time to think and reflect on those spiritual leaders in your family. I know I'm so grateful for mine. And um, I just, you know, I hope those ones that aren't here anymore are smiling down um, on me as I try to share God's word with their great grandbabies. (laughs) And um, I know my parents have mentioned a few times that um, they're they're proud of, of how we're guiding the kids that we have now that are their grandbabies. Um, and I just pray that my kids, you know, continue to know Christ and continue to grow stronger and closer in their relationship with him um, so that then they can teach the same to, to my grandbabies and, and their babies. And we can just have generations of um, God lovers and um, heaven's going to be all filled up of people um, that I just love whenever I get there. So anyway, um, also another, if you're looking for another guide on some of the things I came across Hebrews chapter 13 last week in a Bible study that I was doing, there's all kind of great instruction in there. Um, and they are definitely action items. It's, it's, it's what we can do in our lives to, um, glorify God. And I think there are things that our kids will see, um, and again, notice that we might be different than their friends' parents or might be different um, from other folks out there who may not know God and, and might be something that they want to strive to. Um, so anyway, I hope you all have an amazing day. And please, as always, I'd love your feedback, um, comments, um, anything that like sparked in your mind as I was talking today. Um, share it in a comment on uh, social media platform with uh, the link to the podcast or on one of the podcast um, platforms. That would be great. Um, and I'm going to end today with Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go.